Welcome to Happiness Simplified Podcast with Dr. Kayvon Kay and Di Manuel, talking about everything that makes life awesome. Hello, hello, hello. This hey. Is, hey, Di. This is Kayvon. How are you doing? As Di. Well, yeah, I'm doing great, man. This, yeah. is, this is fantastic. I, we, we get to... We, Get the opportunity to do another podcast episode. Oh, I, I celebrate. Isn't event. that true? Yeah. yeah. We get yeah. to do this. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Our audience may not know this, but doing these episodes is actually a great source of positivity in my life. You know, I get a lot out of it. I don't know if you guys are getting anything out of this, <laughs> but I am getting a lot out of this. Well, like anything, you, you know, Kay and I are, are at that point in our lives right now where we, we still question a lot of things and, mm-hmm. and a lot of things are inspired our learnings are inspired by questions. Great and questions. Yes. Great questions. And then the conversations that ensue are very enlightening. And again, it, it's also very inspiring and motivating. And like you, I, man, I get a ton of these conversations. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you, the listener, that may be tuning in for the first time, yeah. be sure to go back. We've had some pretty interesting conversations, some interesting talks. And uh, I, I think you'll probably resonate with them very well. And uh, again, keep us posted on any other questions that come to mind that you think we should explore. Yes. Great questions always have been a great source of clarity mm. and wisdom always comes from that. I actually have two books that that's all they are. They're questions. Wow. I think one of them is called The Book of Great Questions or something oh, else. Cool, uh, cool. I'll, um, I'll find them and I'll bring them next time and maybe Sweet. we can look at some of the questions. That'd be great. I mean, we'll include them in the show notes too. Yes. But... This episode was inspired by a question. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the question, and you tell me, Die, and also you audience, listeners, think about it for a second. What comes to your mind immediately and after a few moments of thinking? Also, what's your emotions after I ask you this question? And let's talk about that. Ready? Ready. Here we go. Always be competing. <laughs> I love it. Always like, be competing. What does that mean to you? Always be competing. Well, it's interesting because I am a fairly competitive dude, but not with other people, with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm constantly trying to keep ahead one step. You know, like I, I can see the path in front of me, but Sometimes I don't focus on 20, 30 paths ahead. It's really just what is that very next step I can yes. take? And I'm competing with myself because I remember the past steps I've already taken. And so by constantly pushing myself to be uncomfortable yes. um, and recognizing that it's safe. Like, yeah, I'm going to make mistakes. And we've had past episodes. We've talked about this. Yes. You know? and the mistake that, episode. The mistake episode, yeah. And, and so when it comes to always be competing, I, I believe that you always have to be striving to be better, okay. you know, in every aspect of life. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, most recently we competed in a CrossFit competition. Yes. I committed to that competition almost four months before it happened. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, I'm going to compete in this crossing competition. My first time in over three years getting back into a, you know, a yeah. competition, a solo even, competition. Even before you become a master. Yeah, before. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even a master. I didn't yeah. even qualify technically from an age perspective. But I knew I would be by the time yes. the competition happened. But I committed to it. And it was way out. It was four months out. But because there would be a certain amount of accountability. By putting it out there saying, I'm going to compete in this competition. It helped me be accountable to myself yes. to at least maintain a certain level of training. Yes. 
be mindful of some of my daily choices as it relates to nutrition and, and rest and recovery. It just helped me keep things in focus. But I was competing for me, not yes. for anybody else. It and was I got to see that for me. Because we're in con- constant connection with each mm-hmm. other. And I see you work out and exercise. And I kind of know what's going on yes. in your day-to-day life. Um, yet I did see the change. I noticed the change. After you, com- uh, you commit your commitment to the competition, mm-hmm. you, you uh, increase your intensity and sometimes amount of, of your workout directly related to the competition. Hey, Kayvon, I did this today. I did that extra today because I wanted to see am I ready for the competition or, or in getting ready for the competition. So the fact that you make that commitment to yourself changed things for you automatically yeah you didn't have to you know um spend any more uh, willpower right it it wasn't you didn't have to push it was pulling you yes and that's a great advantage of of making a commitment to a competition and again the biggest part of it is competing with yourself because you were coming back after three years it you had a lot to not only prove to yourself but also um engage Yes. And see how you're doing and, and where you're going. So watching all of that was, you know, you were under surveillance, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, let me flip it. I want to ask you the same question. Yes. So when you hear that idea or that statement, what does always be competing mean to you? The f- if I'm being totally honest, the first reaction inside of me is of resistance mm. and negativity. Why is that? Because... I guess the way that competition was defined for me mm. in my life. What does okay. competition mean? Because I, it's not my belief right now, but I can still feel it down there that uh, competition means somebody has to lose, right? That negative aspect of it that I have no idea how it got in there, but I'm sure it was part of, you know, uh, the nurture part of my growing up. And... Uh, and by nature, like you, or even probably more than you, I am not a competitive person with others. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to competing with others, um, there have been many, many occasions in my life, especially when I was younger, because you don't know better, that I just withdraw, mm-hmm. withdrew, or or went for a tie, or just didn't even participate. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been many, many opportunities uh, that became victim of that, mm-hmm. that I did not compete not knowing I'm not really competing with anybody else or I can choose not to compete with anybody else. I can just compete with myself. And it's very simple. Did I give it all I had? You know, because it's it does not matter if I do better or not from the last time that I did something. Uh, for example, uh, yesterday in the gym, I did not perform well in com- comparing to my better days. Because my knees hurt and I have been sick for a while. But guess what? It was a bigger win um, more than many of those days. Because considering what I was, where I was at, I performed at my 110%. Yes. I gave it everything I had. So by the end of it, yeah, maybe the number of the reps or maybe the weights that I lifted or any of that, the numbers aren't, maybe aren't that big. But the victory was bigger because I was competing with my level of dedication and the level that I give myself to to that exercise or that process or an email that I send to someone or a conversation that I have with someone. Am I in it with everything that I have or am I holding back? I, That's my competition. That 
It's awesome. <laughs> Why is that so awesome? Because I think you just nailed it. That is so true. Like while you were explaining that, I was like, that is a great way to frame it. Mm-hmm. Because it's true. When you're in competition, like from a traditional standpoint, we, we are used to professional sports. We are used to Olympics. We are yes. used to high caliber athletes performing at very high and intense levels. Yes. And why are they competing? To win. You know, but they're putting it all out there. And if mm-hmm. they don't put it all out there, well, they've only got one person to answer to. And that's yes. themselves. That's themselves. Right? At the end of the day. And but you also have a team in a lot of these sports yes. that you have to be accountable to as well. And which probably leads us into another conversation of a level of competition is that also one being accountable to yourself. Yes. But if you have a tribe of people that are in a similar space or a similar mindset, yes. them also holding you accountable and pulling oh, yes. you along and and uh, I know for my family, they're my accountability people. You know, like they yes. are, I got to be accountable to my kids. Yes. Like it's, I want to be a champion dad. Yes. In, as a dad, you know, like, yeah. because I want to give it my all. I want to be the best partner I can be for, for Christy. And so when you said that, that was bang on, man. That's really what competing means. It's like giving it your all. So at the end of the day, when you look back, you can say, hey, the end result, I'm happy no matter what it is because I did give it. Yes. And I, and I know it sounds cliche. Like yeah. we hear this in lots of great yeah. Hollywood movies yes. and, and on other uh, podcasts and there's been books. and But just it's interesting to hear it framed that way. Yes. Because cliches, as much as they become that, you know, cliche, yes. there's a level of truth to it, you know. And, uh, but that, whether that you truth. personally yeah. believe it. Yeah. You know? yeah, it becomes your truth, you know. Yeah. Um, I remember the very first times that I, uh, I heard – an idea like this that um, you will feel you will uh, you will feel like a winner when you give it your all. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'm gonna give it my all. Then I have to look at it and do some measurement and <laughs> acknowledge that. Then convince myself that that's a win. No, it's not an intellectual process. <laughs> it happens by itself. So when I give it my all, I automatically feel like a like winning as a winning experience. And it was amazing to me that I don't have to do anything. This happens by itself. So, right. um, so like that. And you mentioned the Hollywood movies. I just, the other day, watched uh, Eddie the Eagle, ah, the, the movie. Nice, nice. So, I, it's on my to-watch list. I'm oh, it's it. a very good one. And there is this part of, towards the end of the movie, that he is in the elevator towards the, um, the ski jump, uh-huh. the, the one that he's going to do in the Olympics. And he's in the elevator with another champion, actually a champion of the world at the time. Uh-huh. And, and he has no chance to, to win a medal or something. But they knew that they're of the same kind, right? The guy uh, started to talk to him, but I, I think he was from Finland or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And because of his English and accent, Eddie first thought that he's being condescending. or, mm-hmm. or But he explained more and he said, you know what? There are only two people that they're going to make history today. It's you and I. <laughs> and it's not the number that we're going to get. It's not if we're going to win a medal or not. It's not that we are going to break a record or not. Only you and I know if we do our best. Because regardless of the result, which is for others, mm-hmm. if we don't do our best, we know it. And mm-hmm. we will die inside for the rest of our life. <laughs> Because of this. So we are here just for ourselves to give it all we have. 
And, you know, sometimes in a, in things like ski jump, it's, it's taking big risks and not landing properly, maybe not even winning or, or anything, but you know, you have done what you could and you went for it. Yes. Not going for it. It's, it's going to, you know, get you yeah. every day and for the rest the, of your life. And I think the Olympics is a prime example of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like if you looked at everything you did in life, like it was an Olympic event, <laughs> would you be more apt to give it your best and yes. your best concentration? Because the Olympics, you think about it, all that training, all that time vested with one vision in mind, one goal in mind. Yes. And then you finally get your chance. You qualify to go to the Olympics. And now you're competing against the world's best. And you've got that one chance. Yes. And then one chance. you got it with one chance. <laughs> like I look at the Olympic weightlifters, right? They yes. get three lifts. That's it. Three. <laughs> yeah. Three. They've gone through all of this prep. Yes. And now they get three lifts. Three attempts to to do their best. Yeah. And uh, maximum of a minute and a half. Yeah. Because it's 30 seconds per lift. It's That's crazy. It. <laughs> and then after that, it's like, wow, we start all over again. It's another four years before they get to another chance. And they still have to go through all the training and all the preparation. The commitment to have another opportunity potentially four years later. That's just amazing. And it just amazes me. You know, Olympians, I'm just, I look at their mindsets. And uh, I mean, you just thank you again for my birthday gift, uh, Champions Mindset. I just oh. downloaded it. I started listening to the, the intro chapter. and it's, uh, a, it's a book. It's an audio yeah. book that I, I, and I was enjoying. And I thought I can also enjoy it as well. And I think it's called I'll, The Champions Mindset by, but who's the author? Oh, i got to look it up here. Yes. I'll look it up. But uh, so back to that idea, you know, I wonder if we start looking at our lives like an ongoing Olympic event. Yeah. I think we make our different decisions every day, right? Yeah. Start the day with... Even just get out of bed. I I want an 11 out of 10 on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's great. So uh, are you saying that I should change my alarm clock tune to a Rocky tune? (laughs) (laughs) Get up every morning. (laughs) Okay. Oh, sorry. James Aframau. Aframo, Aframo. So it's A F R E M O W. That's the last name, Jim Aframo. Yeah. And we'll make sure to put the link in the show notes. But cool, cool book. Yes. Thank you, Kay, for that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that. And actually, this part of the book that I am listening to right now is about the days or the parts that an athlete gets injured and how you go through that and how you make that your um, winning game. And I, this is what I love about the, uh, from the book. It says, uh, when they are training, training uh, is their sport. Mm. But when they're injured, recovery is their sport. Ah, so they take it, take recovery and not training as serious as training. Okay. If it's whatever is required for the recovery, if it's rest, if it's rehab, if it's diet, it's, if it's surgery, they take it as seriously, mm. as competitive. Mm. Recovery is their sport. No, I think about that. I think that's amazing. Yeah. That is so key. I, I know when I remember it, uh, as I've noted uh, earlier in this episode, this is recently, it was my first competition in over three years. And it's because I had a very gnarly injury. It was my L4, L5 in my uh, lower back. And uh, I had a slight fracture and created inflammation, which then pressed the disc on my nerve. Oh. And uh, so I lost basically feeling in my left leg and uh, really was debilitated. And mm-hmm. I know for six months after that injury, all I could think about was getting well again. Mm-hmm. And I focused on recovery. As frustrating as it was, because I went from competition mindset to, to 
trying to perform at a certain level. Yeah. Now I had to do a 180 and be like, no, now I got to do whatever I can to make my back feel good again so I can just have a certain quality of life. Yes. But it's amazing. I needed to have that uh, moment where I was like extremely vulnerable. I realized my limitations. You know, yes. as soon as you have a bad injury, you know, oh my goodness, I got to respect my body a lot more. <laughs> because as soon as you lose that, yeah. that, that, ability to move well and feel your best yes. holy it was a great eye opener for me and, it, and it's changed my whole perspective on things now yeah. you know as far as recovery and and uh just not only recovery but repair yes. being mindful of, of rest mm-hmm. and recuperating uh, but i needed to have that uh, punch in the nose so to speak <laughs> yes for me to realize and you approach the same way this mm-hmm. is now what i'm doing right recovery Absolutely. is my whole focus it was it. complete focus now yeah yeah being able to get feeling back in my left toe, you know, like that, <laughs> that big toe, like that was it. It's still a little bit fuzzy, but I can feel my leg now. I can lift again, but I'm very. Did you have a Kill Bill moment? <laughs> Talking to your left toe, wiggle your toe, <laughs> wiggle your toe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. Like it was crazy, but um, yeah. So it's really interesting you see that. So yeah. I'm looking forward to getting to that chapter in the book. That's cool. Nice. Very cool. Very good. So um, always doing our best. Because we're always competing with our better version. Yes. And we want to become that. Regardless of what we're doing. If it's resting, I'm going to rest like a champion. Nice. If it's recovery, I'm going to win gold in recovery. It's great. If, if it's in, in performing. So um, all of that, everything that we do, treat it like a champion, a competitor always be competing so that's the new meaning that i got from the salt <laughs> this is the lesson of the day that is fantastic cool. this is i mean i love this episode this is so cool what a what a great conversation yes so uh thanks for asking the question Kay. that was awesome man that was awesome yeah and uh i, I love a good question yeah me too man yeah me too so you the listeners let us know what you think what events in your life whether it be ordering a coffee at starbucks or yeah. <laughs> getting out of bed in the morning what are you championing and what are you constantly striving to be a champion at? Uh, yes. And it doesn't matter what it is. I'd love to know about it and uh, share it with us. And also, uh, if you have some examples of good questions, send them to us. We love to hear them. We are going to have conversations mm. about them. They, they are going to change us for the better. So help us become better people as we are. And uh, and who knows, maybe we make some future episodes about the great questions that you are going to send us. You can always find us on Twitter and social media and iTunes, and we would love to hear back from you. Absolutely. And uh, while you're on the iTunes there, feel free, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes or past episodes, as well as please feel free to leave us a review. Honest feedback is the best feedback. And uh, plus or negative, we're we're good either way because we find that every bit of feedback we get from you allows us to make this show even better. Yes, and do yourself a favor by paying it forward. I'm sure when you were listening to this episode, most probably you were thinking of someone that they can also benefit from this one. So feel free to send this episode to them as well to pay it forward. Doing yourself a favor by helping somebody else. Love it. Excellent. Love it. Okay. Well, I'm so out this time. Yeah, we're out. Guys. High five. High five. Okay. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happiness Simplified Podcast. Stay awesome.